3: Hello, hello, hello. Sorry, I'm uh, just a minute or two late. Uh, Joshua, you've been unmuted. What's going on?
4: Hi. Uh, so I'm, I was actually just on here just trying to, um, I was like troubleshooting, but this is my first time being on. But I've been listening to you for, since like 2013. I live um, in Ithaca, so I go to the Cornell Law Library. I'm not a law student at all, but This is kind of like my jam. And what you guys talk about is like, you know, what some people call me crazy, but you know what I'm saying? So,
3: I feel you. I mean, I I would love to live that close to Cornell. Um, Cornell has a whole lot of good online resources. Um, But if I want to get like a good law book, like my actual hands-on, say, um, you know, William Blackstone's commentaries, uh mm-hmm. then i got to go down to clemson or usc which is down in columbia
4: no uh, nice yeah i actually made i actually made quite a good actually i got like my um i met some friends there because i was there every day and um i was just going there so much that the guys like i would have conversations with some of the law students they're like dude you should come to law school i'm like no 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 i'm not like i only want to study what i want to read and you know, and the books that I like to read, and you're probably familiar with them, but they're, they're American Jurisprudence books.
3: Yeah. And, yeah, they, they and, show you, like, how to write out the paperwork and good ideas in terms of art and what to use for which different types of uh, documents.
4: Yeah, well, and these American Jurisprudence books, they, like – I mean, when I took them off the shelf, I mean, they have, like, five five floors of books. So I go down to, like, the first floor – and the books that I pull out, I mean, like, I pull them out of the bookshelf, and I go, I blow on it, and the dust just kicks right off these things. But they read like normal books. It's like regular, like, like layman's terms for like the word like liberty, for example. And it'll just break down like, you well, know, because liberty is an abstract word, you know. So it'll go into like telling you like what liberty is in these books, and it's just like, you know, your right to buy and buy and sell and trade and be a patron at places and, you know, just your right to work and so on and so forth. It's just like fantastic stuff um, that, that um, a lot of these today's students aren't getting, they're like learning legalese and it's a completely different format um, as you guys, as you guys know, but I had a question um, regarding, so I'm, I'm writing to a man at an ABC agency, and I wanted to know. And I and I listened to your and I listened to your, uh, thirteen episodes um, three times through already with with um, with shaman, and it was on letter writing. And I have I have, wrote the letters, and I went. I wanted to just know this: Do I need like? I'm gonna send it registered mail. Do I need to send them a a copy? And keep a copy for myself or do i just send them the original letter and then have them signed for it?
3: um i mean i i would send them a copy and i would keep the original is,
4: is there a specific way to get a copy i mean does it have to be like through records do i have to go to the county record and get like an official stamp through them or anything like that or
3: for, for what I, just... I mean so... you're just mailing somebody a letter
4: Right, right, exactly. But I wasn't sure if it had to be, like, a a certified copy or something like this, you know, or if I could just get a copy. It it might have
3: to be a certified copy if you're sending them, like, a certified document from the clerk's office.
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's totally not that. I was just basically listening to you guys talk, and I just wanted to, like, I don't have a license or anything like that. And I... I I just, just wanted
0: made a to get copy noted. of mine and stamped copy on it and mailed it.
4: Oh, really? Okay. Because the, the other, the other yeah, thing I, mean, I was I thinking just, was I kept just put two witnesses on there. Have, like, well, witnesses hey, on hey man, witnesses.
3: what, what, what are you writing the letter for? Like, what's the body of the letter?
4: Yep. So, and so, for example, i my I wrote to two two different men and women. Um, the body of the letter is basically just a, just very Carl Lentz-like, it's, um, is there, is there, does a man require a license to go from point A to point B? And I asked yes or no, because I felt like that was a pretty simple yes or no, but I didn't send it yet. And then I just, and that's like, basically, basically my letter in a nutshell. And like, obvi- Okay, so my first, my first sentence is actually like this. It's kind of like, I don't have it in front of me, but it's like, I understand that you're the man or woman who works as um, director of the Department of Motor Vehicles for New York State in my case. You know, And I, my simple question is, is a man required to have a license to go from point A to point B? Yes or no? And I just said, thank you for your time and services. Boom, Godspeed. thumbprint, print. Boom, good to go.
3: I I wouldn't do the thumbprint on it.
4: No, just regular, just sign it straight up?
3: Just sign it straight up. Um, you know, in fact, I've been telling people lately that uh, that even doing the I, I wouldn't even do the I lowercase. I'd just do a little line because <clears throat> it's, um, it, you know, the other side just kind of puts out you know, documents and reports and and what they do in response to people is very, very standardized. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they've basically been saying that the whole lowercase i and uh, thumbprint, like all of that sovereign citizen stuff, and that's exactly how they're going to treat it.
4: Oh, I see. Because my whole letter is actually, I mean, the way I wrote, I mean, it's all in lower, everything's in lowercase. So
3: I have no capitals in there. I wouldn't Four do seconds. that because that's that's not real English. Like, I would follow the rules of proper English.
4: Okay, okay. Well, well now I've you tell really us. Good.
5: Yeah.
6: <laughs> hey, I, I've I, always I, in the, that. In the spirit of evolving technique and tactics, I, I put my middle fingerprint on there now.
4: <laughs> 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 that's funny. So this is... Do do you put it with
3: the other prints, like, so that they actually know it's the middle finger?
6: Yeah, (laughs) it looks like one of those turkey
4: cutouts. (laughs) Two middle fingers, so he's probably how you should do it, huh? So
5: I have this other...
4: I have this, uh, I have some pretty cool experiences. Um, unknowingly, this happened to me when I was younger. And I was, I had a, I had a, I didn't know how to go to court. I didn't know anything about it. And I had a speeding ticket and I went to this court appearance. And just, so I, I would go, I would go to the court and this, the the man in the judge uniform is like, tell me about the ticket and he read it to me. And he's like, he's like, oh, yada yada yada, this code, section yada yada yah. It's like, this is the, how much the fine is. Do you understand? He asked me, do I understand? I said, no, I don't understand. I, have, like, I heard you, but I totally not understand you. It's like you're speaking a different language. And he read it again to me. Same thing. Didn't, didn't skip a piece Said the same exact stuff. And he's like, do you understand? I was like, sir, you just had the same thing to me. And you read it to me one more time. Same way. He's like, do you understand? And I said, sir, I, I, I don't understand. I have no idea what I'm doing. And he says, and then this is where he said it, "Do you understand that you're waiving all of your rights?" And I was nervous at the time. I was like super nervous being there, and I was like, "Ah, yes, I understand." And as soon as I said that, boom, man, like I was in the system, and I got, I got bent over backwards, you know. But I felt like if I would have said, "No, I, I don't, I don't want to waive any of my rights," now why would I do that? You know, looking back, I can tell you it's 2020, you know, but. That was part of, like, the exposure. I mean, just being kind of, like, nescient and ignorant at the same time, you know? But it just yeah. goes to show that that we do have, like, these rights are there. And they're just kind of, like, looting us. Right? Or unless we're... Well, we are well kind
3: support. of. I mean, for the most part, people are kind of just handing them over. You know, people kind of understand that, yes, they're they're surrendering all of their rights. I mean, I always think it's hilarious because, you know, of course, when I'm helping people and they're, they're going to push it to a jury trial, I'm like, well, don't participate. <laughs> you know, mm. so people are always like, I'm not going to participate. I don't participate. And typically, you know, especially with a jury, because jury hates people who waste their time, I'm always like, tell them that they don't that you don't require a jury. You don't wish for a jury to be there because you're just wasting everybody's time. You know, but mm-hmm. at the same time, whenever they start presenting them with a with a letter like a, a document saying that they're gonna waive their rights, you know, to a jury trial, it's like, no, I'm not waiving any rights. I'm just telling you that it's pointless to bring in a jury because this is all ridiculous. Like, you know, you're wasting my time. I definitely don't wish for you to waste. You know, six or twelve other people's time—it's absurd.
4: Right. Yeah. So, may I read you? Um, my have my 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 letter is like three sentences. Do you mind if I read it?
3: No, go ahead.
4: So. It says, greetings, Mark. I understand you are a man who sometimes works as the commissioner of the Department of Motor Vehicles for New York State. Period. Is a man required to have a license to go from one point to another point? Yes or no? And I said, please respond with language which is plain and easily understood. Mark, thank you for your services and thank you for your time. Godspeed. Boom.
3: My name. You want to know how you're probably more going to be more likely to get an answer to it? Yeah, you know, instead of asking them a question, make a statement. Just be like, "Hey, I don't believe that I that I'm required to have a license to go from point A to point B to drive my mm-hmm. persons and property around, you know, from place to place in which I require to go to to for my existence. If you're aware of any requirement, you know, that I must adhere to." you could contact me here.
4: Oh, nice. I love that.
3: You know, and then then you're not asking him a question. You're just making a statement. You're saying, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. And if there's some problem with it, here's where you can contact me. We can talk that's about nice. it. Try and work it out.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure.
3: And, you know? and, and then if he doesn't contact you, well, that's clear acquiescence. Right. Exactly. Exactly.
4: I had this other. um,
3: And and how far away is the actual, you know, his office from where you are? So uh,
4: I think it's about three hours. Yeah. in, In driving. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So if if you want to be really like on point you know, and on top of the target. And of course, I probably wouldn't do it if it's three hours away. I might put in another copy and ask them to mail it back to me saying received. But you got probably a 50-50 shot doing that. But if you could just go in there, just go into his office and walk up to the secretary and just say, hey, you know, I have this document to drop off to, to Don Smith would you just stamp a, another copy of the document just to say it's received by your office? Mm. You know, And then you'll actually have a document from their office that's stamped saying that it's been received.
0: I like that too. That's great.
3: So, if, if you do it over the mail, you know, they're going to look at it and they're going to decide whether they want to stamp it received to mail back to you or not.
4: Oh, I see. So they, so they don't have to. You're saying they don't really have to sign. You doors.
3: can't. You can't make somebody else do anything. You know, right, nobody right. has to do anything.
6: I see. You can politely uh, incentivize them though, and say like, "If you're the honorable man that I know you are, and not a chicken, <laughs> you'll write back." You know.
3: Fuck! Right. <laughs> 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 you're not scared are you (laughs) come on yellow bella
6: (laughs) i thought it was interesting when i I sent mine off uh i got a letter back from the dmv's uh director's attorney typed and everything and i thought i was curious the signature on it it was a type signature whatever it was in blue ink though and i thought that was Hmm curious I don't know if that was a coincidence or what
3: what was it sorry I just left off my head for a second
6: oh I blew your mind huh
3: yeah, well I just heard the blue <laughs> ink you know but it's, it was typed so what was it on
6: yeah it was uh <laughs> the attorney for the director wrote back and just basically cited uh, some vehicle highway code bullshit and um but her signature at the bottom was just your like you know kind of standard email signature but it was you know like a cursive font or whatever uh but it was a dark blue dark blue ink color
3: well it's supposed to be a wet blue ink signature
6: yeah i just thought that was curious i wondered if that was a coincidence or or not
3: I mean I would say that most of the like electronic signatures I've seen have just been in black ink and they have like the little you know slash small s slash and then it'll have the name printed out. Uh,
6: I think I posted it on uh, on the Facebook page at one time.
3: yeah, you got a telegram. Yeah, I-
6: yeah, John's I'm on telegram. telegram
3: group, huh?
6: Oh, I could put it up in there real quick.
3: Yeah, you and the telegram group that John's running. I think John and Andrew are running it. We'll yeah, you know he's John's he on. Well. Huh?
7: Hey, don't, don't blame me. What happened? You,
3: you and Andrew are running that telegram on... You know the common law wise words on Telegram.
7: Yeah, JD's to blame too. He runs it too. Uh, don't bring me into it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just got in, and all, all of a sudden, I'm being, you know, my name's being called out. Wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't. He's
4: the it. one. Didn't see
3: me do it. You can't prove a thing.
7: <laughs>
4: <laughs> we hidden don't hidden have hidden to prove
3: anything. It's administrative.
5: <laughs> I don't yeah. wish to participate. Yeah, right. <laughs>
8: I allege that John said that he did want to participate, so <laughs> it must be true.
7: Were you? Here, t- let me let just, let me just sign a piece
8: of paper. I'll just sign a piece of paper <laughs> that, that says what John did.
3: Don't forget to certify right, that I'm we'll Go piece ahead and authenticate exists. it. Oh, yeah, I'll certify that. Yeah, don't it. don't forget like, to have secondary. it authenticated. Right. Eyewitness.
5: Make sure you got the middle finger stamp. Yeah. <laughs> you know
7: it. <laughs> okay, so well, seriously, what was the question?
3: Uh, uh, we were just talking about you and Andrew running the uh, Common Law Wise Word group on Telegram.
7: Uh, I, I Yeah, there's a couple of admins. Andrew started it, um, I, I guess, about a year ago. And then I admin it.
8: I helped. JD brought
7: me it. into the fold.
8: There's a couple admins in there.
3: Oh, I feel like I almost never see you on there, JD. Although I'm, I'm almost never on there either. So.
8: Yeah, I was on there more in the early. Yeah, if I remember correctly, day. I
7: think. Th- if I remember correctly, I think there's this guy that goes by the name JC that's mad man in there too.
3: Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't. I so don't even. Go as far by as JC. running it, I mean. I don't even go by J C on on there. I go by, well, what am I? It's uh something one eight seven M F C. Yeah,
8: right. Uh, let's see. But it's, oh no, but it see look. If you set your, it says J C John. That's in your even even when you use that username, your your name field is filled out. So that username, I don't think comes up. It, it comes up what's filled out in the name field. Or is that maybe, maybe that's what I have on my, see, it's weird because like, okay, this yeah, is I my think contract. that's what you
3: have. Cause if I have somebody's yeah, phone yeah, number right. programmed into my phone, then it comes up as what they're programmed into my phone as. Exactly.
8: Right. Right. And so if somebody doesn't have your phone number, then, it, then it comes up as, uh as, uh, what does it say? Yeah. J, jmFC One eighty-seven.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know. You know where I get the one (laughs) eight seven MFC from?
8: I don't know what the one eight seven is, but I know what the MF is. One
3: eight seven is
7: a police code for homicide.
3: For murder. Murder. So, but it's uh, a. like that used to be my password for the longest time. And of course, everybody knew it was my password. So I had to change it, which is why I don't really care about telling everybody that it used to be my password for everything. But, um, you know, the reason it was my password is because I really loved Sublime when I was younger. And uh, what what's that song? Um, April 26, 1992?
7: You know what I'm talking about? Yep. You.
3: It was, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, he's like, it wasn't about the black man, it wasn't about the Mexican. Um, If if you were out on the streets, it it was about the police and this messed up situation and these messed up police. It's about rising up and coming on top and screaming one eight seven on a mother and cop. (laughs) Mm
5: -hmm.
3: I I figured I'd never forget that. So uh, y'all, y'all want to talk about something kind of humorous? We? Sure. All right, so let's just take a vote. How many people think that Trump's going to be inaugurated as the 19th du jour president of the United States tomorrow? Oh,
8: no, boy. <laughs> I, I'm definitely not putting my hand up.
3: <laughs> I got five. I heard
8: Is that what's going around? I heard some kind of rumor today. Somebody was talking about, oh, yeah, I really think he's going to get back in. I was like, what? Yeah.
7: Yeah. All that stuff started from Q, that QAnon stuff. Those people are hardcore blind faith believers. And it's just completely ridiculous. And, I, I, I'm waiting for the the shock and the realization to hit those people that everything they've been believing for the last four years is a complete and total lie.
3: But it's not. It's never going to hit them. I, I mean, at least not in a way that <laughs> like shock and awe.
8: Maybe yeah, right, shock and awe. Maybe some of them will wake up slowly <laughs> here and there, but yeah. I
3: mean, I, I was talking to. They're Sean. just going to go
8: right. Yeah, I was just saying they're just going to go right back to, uh, you know, focusing on uh, the next election.
3: Yeah, that's that's probably what they're going to focus on, because I was talking to Sean about it earlier. I was like, I wonder what they're going to start buying whenever Trump doesn't become president tomorrow. Like, what what are these people who are peddling the whole QAnon conspiracy? What are they going to start talking about? Whaling.
0: They're going to buy I'm telling you man they're bringing aliens in man
3: Well I mean I think they're bringing aliens in for sure because you know they put in the coronavirus relief package that was signed like back in November or December <laughs> they put in that the <clears throat> do the department of defense was going to have to disclose you know, about aliens within the, the next 180 days. Yeah,
0: they still got like 130 days, 140 days. They were interviewing mm. that new general over the Space Force. They broke away officially from the Air Force now. They've got their own budget and everything. Is that Steve Carell? Oh, man. I don't, I can't remember. It's just a bald, older dude. No, uh, Steve Carell was in that series called Space Force. He was running it. Oh, (laughs) no, I didn't. I didn't know.
3: (laughs) Wasn't that on Netflix?
0: You know what was funny though? You know what their symbol is, is, right? Isn't it the Star Trek symbol? The Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's Like, oh my gosh, man.
3: I mean, even NASA has a lot of symbolism that's real close to the Star Trek stuff. That and snakes.
0: Yep.
7: Yeah, my money's on October for full-out false flag alien invasion. If we're starting a pool, you know, to say when they're going to do the the alien invasion because, you know, people are Getting bored with coronavirus.
3: (laughs) I mean, I I think that uh, if you're starting to pull on that, you got to have like over under because we know they're going to do it at some point in time. You know, so it's like, are they going to do it before October or after October?
7: Uh, My money's on October.
3: Like right on October. See, that should be like double or nothing.
7: Yeah. Or two to one
3: or something, or three to
7: one. I'm betting on the green. (laughs)
3: so uh, does anybody have anything entertaining to talk about
7: depends on what you classify Uh, as entertaining i'm texting somebody right
8: now and they just don't get it you know they just don't get it you know here's a reply i understand yeah go ahead
3: it looks like brad has their hand up what's going on
2: brad hello hello can you hear me we can hear you now oh cool um yeah so i'm relatively new to this i've been in the chats i think i've been going back with jd or back and forth with jd for a little bit but um i mainly just trying to call in and get your perspective on just kind of a, a topic here um so I'm trying to put this as concisely as possible, but to me, it seems that everybody that gets into this type of thing uh, is essentially just trying to get these people out of their life. Is that fair? Um, what do
3: you mean? by just the, get people out the of government?
2: Their life? Whatever, anybody that's looking to come in and control your life. Uh, yeah, I would say that anybody who gets into this is looking to have control over their own life. Right, okay. So I guess where I'm having a little bit of a disconnect, I'm just I just want to understand your perspective here is there so the, full disclosure, i I recently I've been looking into the state national process, you know, the passport as a state citizen. And what I'm not really understanding from your perspective is what what exactly is the downside to doing something like that and it, the upside to going the route of sending out individual letters as opposed to just having a document that immediately takes you out of jurisdiction that the the Essentially, all these these brainwashed zombies that have their, are told it to do by the computer. If you just have a document that makes their computer tell you to leave them leave you alone, I don't understand how that's not a better option.
6: You believe in unicorns? No, I don't. That's about that's about the simplest way to put it is that that's a uh, El Dorado you're talking about right there. Okay,
2: in what I mean,
6: way? If you could, you know, just get a passport that said, hey, look, man, I'm, you know, diplomatic immunity. I'm off limits. You know, that, that's, that would be the simple way to go. I almost went that route myself, you, you know, a couple of years ago. Uh, but <clears throat> an analogy for what JC's talking about, and we're all kind of uh, in the pursuit of is, is like when you're a kid and, and you know, you're playing some game out in the yard with the other kids and one of them says, oh, it's my turn to be, I get to be Superman. I get to be Superman. You know, and they're like, no, that's not fair. And then you just say, hey, you know what? I'm not even playing. So, you know, I'm not it. You're it, you know. Essentially, your passport, even if it was fully legitimate, is kind of like saying, I get to be the coolest player in the game. But what we're talking about is Stepping out and saying, you know, your your game is is causing harm, injury, incurring financial loss. I'm not even playing. You know, does that make sense?
2: Yeah, I understand the perspective. I guess where I'm having the disconnect is, I in principle I 100% agree. Okay. The, this the world is a total fraud, right? Everything's a lie. Everything's an inversion. But the fact is that the vast majority of people are just stuck in the matrix. And given that the vast majority of people are this way, you're going to have to come and interact with them at points in your life. So I guess that it just seems like a, are you, I mean, are, are you telling me that the, the passport thing does not exist and does not function in the way that I'm describing? Or are you saying that it's just not a good thing to do? Uh, I think he's uh, saying, saying that
3: it's like a unicorn. It doesn't exist or function in the way that you're describing.
2: Right.
6: Yeah, I mean, you could paint a unicorn on your truck and tell everybody it's a unicorn, but it ain't going to fly, you know. I mean, there, there's a lot of guys out there running programs and, and websites and things like that in, in ways to go about getting what you're talking about. But it, it's not going to it's not going to hold any weight
3: when you pull it out. So,
2: hey, hey, Brad, can, you, can you see
3: what's uh, being presented on the screen? Is that being presented to everybody? It's a
2: representation of per- persons and then
3: the estoppel by. Uh, yeah, but the representation of persons, read right there, it says a fiction of the law, okay? So whenever you get, let's just say you get a state national person, and then you go into court, and you are going to represent that state national person, you're still going to be a fiction of the law, okay? And if you're a fiction of the law, then somebody has to author that fiction. You're You're not giving yourself your the authority that god gave you if you're a fiction representing another person you know and someone else's person you know because if even if it's a state national it's the state's national Uh, you know what i mean um so like when when you go into court and you're just a man or a woman you're not
2: representing the person but irrespective of going into court, I'm more talking about more tangible aspects. The fact that, at least the way it's been described, really good. And I have, hey, I don't know who's got the
8: Your speaker down. Somebody's have to turn their speaker down.
2: So I'm not speaking from firsthand experience here. But um, the way I understand it is that with the state national passport, you're essentially on a list where if a cop runs the number or scans your card, it basically just tells them to leave.
7: Yeah, hey, I, I can tell you, I can tell you for a fact that that does not work like that. Um, my sister can, t- who's here right here with me, can tell you that she went through that whole process. She has the the passport. It worked okay. once, and that was it. And it, it a, after that, uh, you know, it, it, it as soon as as soon as you use it, it's done. And there's no using it in court. I mean, because like Sean uh, J.C. just said, you're still representing a fiction. You know, you're represent, representing a person that doesn't belong to you. But I I can tell you from firsthand knowledge, somebody who has, you know, paid for my sister to go through that process because we thought it would help. And it was before we learned uh, from JC and Sean and JD, you know, uh, and we went through that whole state national passport, the USA national and all that. It does
2: not work. Could you tell me, I'm just, I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I just, could you go through in more detail what specifically happened?
7: Um, we were stopped because I had a tail light bulb go out. State trooper stopped us. He still wrote her a ticket. There was no, here, and she handed him the passport. We were stopped uh, again a couple of months later. Um, cause I refused to have my car inspected by the state. Um, and she handed them the passport and they ignored it. They still wrote the tickets.
1: Because it's still linked to your driver's license. They can pull everything up that, that you have yeah. through the government and still ticket the person that they want to ticket.
2: But that you still have person, a license. Yep. You have a contractual obligation to keep your car inspected if you have a license. If you didn't rescind your license, then that's that would be expected.
6: Hey, JC, you, you, want to tell that that what happens? you want to tell them what happens if you have no license and you don't tell them your name?
3: Oh, they, they arrest you and take you in and fingerprint you and pull you up on the FBI database.
6: And what if you're not on there? And
3: then Where's they the hold battle? you until they figure out who you are.
6: Well, what if you never
3: had, had a license? Then they'll just create a new number for you and exactly. give you a temporary I've actually, number.
4: I've had the opposite experience. I've actually, the, the information that you give them, what, you just don't, you don't talk to them. You don't give them your name. In fact, you don't even answer questions. It should be the other way around. Um, you should be like, did I do something wrong or am I free to go? Simple as that. And you repeat that. And then if they don't like it, then you ask for their supervisor. And you say the same thing to supervisors. So that's kind of like my, my forte around here is like if I don't have a license and I, my get, when I get pulled over, that was like my experience. I started when I'm like, oh, dude, you just don't tell them. You're, you don't give them any information, you know. In and, and fact, we want information because if there's an, in, an emergency, because it the emergency, like, yeah, dude, hey, is, is there an emergency? Can I help you? Did I do something wrong? And they're like, no, you, you were just speeding. I'm like, oh, well, is, is that wrong? They're like, no. I'm like, okay. Well, what are we doing? Am I free to go? Because if there's nothing wrong, then what is there, right? So I've gotten pulled over like that, no license, no plate. I don't have any of those things, and that was my experience with it. But you, I mean, it just I think it depends on the situation too. I also talk to people like, like a man. You know what I mean? Like I give them respect. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a jerk. So if you, if you talk to another person like that, a uh, quote unquote, authority figure, like, um, they'll definitely, they'll definitely like do whatever they can to arrest you rip you out of the car and stuff like that. But if you're polite and you're a gentleman to them and, you know, appreciate them and, and you just ask them questions respectfully, I mean, you'll, you'll box them just like that. Boom. And, and same thing with traveling. So going, in, going into the passport, when I went to, uh, when I went to Puerto Rico, I was flying out of, I was flying out of Buffalo. So when I went to Buffalo, I was, you know, I was going to Puerto Rico with all my family, a bunch of my brothers. And, um, I didn't have what they would call correct ID. You know, I had like a uh, sheriff's ID and then I had a, a, an ID that I made with a affidavit basically. And I just had it notarized and, and, um, and I missed my flight. And I'll give you a like, short story. I just, like, there was three cops, and there was, like, a handful of TFA guys. I went through, like, this huge, this, like, half-hour process of, like, they were trying to ask me all these questions of, like, who I am. They're trying to figure out if I'm a terrorist or not. I'm like, isn't that the cart before the horse? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't do anything wrong, and you guys are, like, trying to figure out if I'm a, if I'm a criminal or something, you know? So long story short, the top cop comes back over, the man in uniform, if you will, and he says, he goes, um, dude, you're not getting on that flight. I was like, all right, that's fine. He's like, can I, can you just reimburse me for my ticket? He's like, nope, we're not going to do that either. I'm like, hey, you know what? Let's cut back to it. I don't have a problem with you telling me that, but why don't you go ahead and put it in writing and sign it, and then when I leave here, I'm going to go file a lawsuit, and I'm going to hand it over to you, and you and I are going to court. And that was, in, it was like he walked away from me. A head TSA guy came over, got me in a new ticket, walked past security, and then I was just waiting for, like, the next three, four hours waiting for the next flight you know but like again like you know i called them out i'm like dude put it in writing you say what you want but you know put it in writing and sign it let's go
2: right you're essentially just saying that you engage in a conversation that led down a certain path that resulted in getting what you want rather than having some kind of document that made them comply automatically
4: that's my that's my experience yeah, it was in a it's really a lifestyle i mean like if you don't if you don't I really believe I'm a free man. I be, really believe that all my all my fellow beings are free people, but they just they're they just don't know you know because we we grew up with a lot of programming, a lot of distractions and entertainment around us so and that's 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 how i how I figured until I had mushrooms i when I was younger, I was like, oh my god, I'm like everything is like it's all bullshit, <laughs> you know what I mean so and that was my aha moment so but yeah, but yeah, that's the way it is. I mean, I think you, you just gotta, you just gotta live it, you know. Like every every man is that's a man. It's by way
8: uh, I, uh, it's by way of your uh, it's by way of your actions that did it. Not not mm-hmm. some document or thing that was stamped or signed or or, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, no no written proof from another another entity or group that says that you can go and do things. It was it was by way of your own actions that. Uh, that kept you free in that, in that, in that scenario.
4: Right. And that's actually why I called the show tonight because I want cause I never wrote a letter before. I would just go to court straight up. And, and I just, you know, I just wanted to give notice to like, I just want to know, I just want to be able to like have a piece of paper that says, yes, you can do this or no, you can't do that. And if I can do it, then I can at least present it to him and like not have to deal with all the crap. But I mean, dealing with the crap is like really what's going to save, are our, our human species at this point you know and it's just like you know getting because that's that's basically what's educating these people that are in costumes you know what i mean that are working like these certain jobs like oh dude yeah i didn't know you had these rights i didn't know even though like it's written in the constitution that you know this is what your your job title is and you're supposed to like abide by you know these but then again it's like you know they're they're enforcing policy or whatever you know, so, well, yeah, I think your actions are way, is, is where it is, your words and your actions, you know. I, I don't mm. know. That's my experience.
6: JD loves the Constitution. That's where he gets all his rights from.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
6: Good one. Good one.
9: <laughs> when my brother, was,
8: my, I'm brother change, was I'm change my name to. I'm going to change my name to people. <laughs> and then I'm going to file lawsuits against everybody else for saying that they're me. We, the people, no, I'm, I'm people. My name's people. The capital P.
3: You should get a TM. With a trademark.
0: Hey, uh, this is just something as a side note for all you guys. When you get pulled over, let's say for, uh, you know, some states it's a secondary law and some states it's a primary, but let's say you get pulled over for a seatbelt in a primary state, okay? You're under arrest.
4: What do you mean by primary state?
0: Uh, Well, like a state, like it's a primary or a secondary law. In other words, like. In a secondary state, you can't a cop can't pull you over for not having a seatbelt on, but if you're speeding and you don't have a seatbelt on, he can cite you for a seatbelt violation. But in a primary state, if he sees you without a seatbelt on, he can pull you over for that and cite you. But all of those are misdemeanors punishable by a fine and eleven twenty nine up to eleven twenty nine in jail. Like you can literally go to jail for eleven months and twenty nine days for running a stop sign. So when you say, am I under arrest or I'm free to go, I'm telling you, the cop who's been a cop for more than two years is going to tell you, no, you're not free to go. Am I under arrest? Hell, yes, you're under arrest. Because you're not free to leave. It's called you a non-custodial arrest. You can literally, he can walk up and say, get out of the car and put your hands behind your back. If he wanted to, they don't. But even well, that's to a to discretion. Do. And so like when you pull you over, let's say they pull you over for speeding, okay? And then you go they go, Who are you? And you go, I don't answer questions. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you. The coffee's been on the beat for a bit, he's gonna ask you one more time. You're coming out of that car.
4: Right. But that's I think I and I agree. I, I totally agree, but I haven't had that experience. I I really think it is in, in your phone and, and like I'm I'm like I said, like I'm I talk to them, like first thing I tell them right off the bat, hey, just so you know I'm a peaceful man, if you're gonna arrest me, there'll be no necessary. You know? And then I, I always ask them like, can you identify yourself? Have them identify themselves, get this information, boom, do you mind calling your supervisor over? Boom, call your supervisor over because they tend to they tend to know more. All right. So no, that's and true. then <laughs> th- But they
0: <laughs> don't know what we're talking about. They don't, I look, no. I was an OIC. No. They don't know what we're talking about. Right. They have no idea. No. And there is no... There's that's no true. thing that... There's no thing that pops up on a computer that gets you out of it. It doesn't exist.
5: Mm-mm.
0: I've heard tons no. of people say that that's true and even teach it. It's not true. Not no.
4: true. No, I, I had this idea that I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe instead of talking to them, I would just write back and forth to them. Hey, who are you? You know, on a piece of paper, literally going back and forth. You know what I mean? That'll get you arrested you know. quick. You think so? Hey, you know what? Right? It's, it's all experimental. Like, I have nothing to lose. You know what i mean? Hey, saying? listen, like, what, man. If you, if you do it dude, like your dad. No down. cop is going to put up with
0: that on the side of the road. I'm telling you right now. No cop is going to put up with that on the side of the road. Unless he just. Maybe. Is 15 minutes away from the end of his shift, and he wants to go home, and could care yeah. less about anything you have to say.
4: Man, you're, and yes, you're right. That
0: happens all the time.
3: Yeah. All right. So, hey. so Sean, hey. if there, it, hey Sean, and, if there's, no, yeah. go ahead, JG. Go ahead, JG. No, go ahead. I was Let just gonna change say, the if, if there's,
8: all right, you yeah. Guys so funny. real quick, if there's no, <laughs> if there's no item if there's no item for, for hope of a, of a future with freedom, you know, that you can, you know, the, the uh, you know, this national state, national passport thing, uh, you know, and having the thing come up on the computer that says, you know, you can be left alone. You know, if that's not available,
0: then, uh, you know, where's the hope, right?
8: Mm-hmm. I'm just, no, I'm just throwing this think out about there. You know, like just
0: this. To, what? This is coming from somebody who lived it. Okay. Check this out. What do they do? Yep. Yeah, yeah. With Mexicans when they arrest them. Have them cooked burritos? They send them back to Mexico. Because <laughs> they're not U.S. citizens. So they send them back to their where they are as citizens. Right. So, you know, from my perspective, now this is my thing. I'm not saying this has to be anybody else's thing. It's just my thing. I recognize it from my perspective and belief. All the earthly kingdoms, okay, are on one side of the equation and the kingdom of heaven is on the other side. There's the king and then there's these guys. So it's like, you know, if you're, if the more we try to, I mean, we're already kind of peculiar because, you know, that's why they call everybody the counter code. I'm just saying it's going to take a long time and a lot of people have to wake up to what's true before it's recognized again and and right now you just have a society that man they can't they can't even ra- they they don't have cognitive reading skills man like they don't their reasoning is different it's just I don't know how to describe it because I'm not trying to be derogatory it's just when you're talking to a lot of people it's like there's some kind of disconnect there's some short circuit between like, what is perceived and what reality is, it's like it's really hard to get through to that. And it's going to take that before you have a moment where a cop pull you over and you say, hey, man, I just want to let you know I'm this guy. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, man. Have a good day. Just be careful. That's like a long way away. I'd say it's going to be hard. It's The first thing has got to be convincing everybody of who they are. If you do that, so they can it's going to do these... everything else.
8: Right, well, so yeah, they can I mean, do the more of these actions
0: up, in in mass. Yeah, I mean, think of, think about if the cop wakes up. Let's just say uh, somebody waved a magic wand, and every cop knew you didn't have to have a driver's license to go to the grocery store overnight. Can you imagine the transformation that would take place nationwide in a moment? nope, that's like saying that the cop would pull you over because you have a bobblehead in your dashboard. You know, he's not going to do that. So if he knew he couldn't do it, he wouldn't do it. And that would be what you're searching for. But that's going to take a lot of education and a lot of time. But you know, then they got to have the courage to, to actually act on it and speak on it. Well, with some of the stuff that's coming down the pike, man, I'd say these dividing lines are getting really close. Wouldn't you, John? I mean these these bills and stuff that they're trying to force through are really really dangerous, really dangerous. Yes, and uh, I agree with gonna you. Be Sean. It's going to be interesting to see how law enforcement handles it because you know they've crunched the society to the point now economically where everybody is aware that they're in danger. So everybody's trying to, you know, everybody's getting that like when they've had their first young and they start getting that nest or what do they call that? The bird nest or the whatever it is, where you start doing stuff to protect your family. and so these I mean, it might just fall
8: apart. It might just fall apart financially. A lot of pressure, for, for...
0: Man. How, how are the no states going to we... be
8: able to pay these these cops? You know, well, with the currency situation.
0: Them... Well, think about it. If it gets yeah. really, really bad, brother, they'll guarantee yeah. them food. Look, right. there was a right. public safety you. director yeah. down here that I worked for, and uh, back in April, probably April of last year, April, May, we were talking about, I said, we were talking about the vaccine, and I was like, buddy, if they get a vaccine in in less than six or eight months, you know they've already had that vaccine made, and that this was all planned out, and he goes, man, I don't know, you're crazy, he goes, I think law enforcement, people in public safety ought to get the vaccine first, that's how they'll do it. That's what they they'll were just talking like, about hey, here in we'll, Florida this, this past we'll week. We'll guarantee you food. We'll guarantee you uh, power. And we'll guarantee you medicine if you enforce this, this, and this. And if you have a, an economy that's crumbling, let's say you were in their position and you knew the dollar was done. Like there was no nothing. But the government said, look, you'll have you'll keep your home, your lights. Your cruiser will pay for your gas, your food and everything, but we, you won't get a check for a while, but, you know, until we get this back under control. I mean, they got all kinds of ways of squeezing, man.
4: Or maybe... Yeah, government
6: business is
4: setting down.
0: You yeah,
8: guys stepped only on... Private
4: the being down. You know, I think the other, the other part, um, kind of piggybacking on, you know, waking people up in a way is I remember being like, like I'm 36 but you know I was born 1984 uh, and uh I dude we knew our neighbors you know what I mean I knew everyone on the block you know like we, we've we been so desensitized from each other is there, in a community like people don't know their neighbors everyone's like suspect you know like see something say something now we get wear a mask and people are like you know, we're even further apart, and now, like, even with the technology, with the phones, like, people don't even have conversations, uh, when they're out to eat, they're on their phones, you know, and, and, it, and we're so disconnected, and my brother and I have a jujitsu school, it's a martial arts school, and, and, uh, we just started a kids program, because I just felt like, I just felt like the, like, like, a drive to help the, the kids coming up, have like morals you know i like i try to teach like just real basic common sense you know like just if you always do right you'll never do wrong you know what i mean like i'm like in a nutshell you know i don't tell them like that but you know like would be a good like for example like to me like right is moral and it's correct right so two plus two two plus two four that's right correct right if it was wrong then it'd be the opposite you'd be wrong immoral incorrect right so i just try to keep it like real simple like that for them it's just putting them on like you know moral equals right equals correct wrong immoral incorrect right so so anyway so i've been doing this now i just started the kids program and man i got parents they they come into our and by the way we don't have we're we're we have like the space that we have, I, I I got the space done with a handshake, right? With from the landlord, and and it's right in the heart of of Ithaca, and and we don't have we don't have a business license, we don't have any of that junk, right? We run it straight up, man to man. We contract man to man, man to woman, you know. And um, and the parents, they fucking love it. They love they love like they the kids like not having to wear a mask. I have I have um, probably about like five or six men that work as police officers already, and and all over. And in fact, the chief, of, the guy who works as the chief of police, has a purple belt in jujitsu, and he's done like and he's done like uh, tai chi. And he's just like i I'm like, how are you a cop, dude? Like, why are you guys cops, man? Like, you know. But I appreciate what they do. But you know, they they seem like nice nice folks and. You know they are, and they are. They are nice folks, but they, you know, they also have to enforce policy because they have a job to do. You know, they're just doing their job, but you know, I feel like their job should really be, you know, to to protect and serve, and not enforce. But you know, well, you but know anyway, the thing, I think we're having the on sense of community. What's that?
0: I'm sorry, man. It, I I must have a little bit of a delay. Well, I mean, the community is the dead dead on way to do it. It's not about. You know, a lot of times people, they make this whole thing combat. Um, They're very combative with it. You know, it's like a defensive posture. And uh, it's really not the way to be. It's about, you know, just changing who you are and people with you and just walking away from it. Like that analogy that was given earlier, um, you just don't play anymore. You know, and the thing to remember is the community is what the government doesn't create anything. People do. So when you know right. you're creating, your time is a currency. That uh, is the most valuable thing we we have in our possession is time. And
4: well,
3: they know uh, all about week, that up sure. in Ithaca. Don't y'all still have the Ithaca hour?
4: What's that?
3: Don't y'all the still Ithaca have hour. the Ithaca hour?
4: What I don't know what that is.
3: Oh, an ithaca hour is just a uh, currency that that they use in ithaca new york and oh, you yeah. know you can pay your yeah. mortgage in it you can pay yeah. your taxes on mm-hmm.
4: it that's correct that's a real thing They that's here
3: so hey so uh, you, Shaman, hey, Shaman i got if you had that I, I got kicked Go off the internet earlier yeah so, I uh, but but guess 33 and so i'd like to answer this question and then um Seven O Three has had their hand up for a minute, so I'm gonna unmute them after this. No, but I uh, yeah. guess Thirty Three said, "How would a non-five O One C Three church organization be affected if the Equality Act passed into law?" And I'm sure they mean passed into statute, but you know, yeah. same thing.
0: Well, I mean, it doesn't. <laughs>
5: I mean, I the thing yeah. about it.
0: It's like uh, I was watching this. I was watching this. I have a really, really good friend of mine. Was, he sent uh, some information to me about this website called Guns and Gadgets. And it's where I was gathering. Well, I put it on the Spirit Guru thing. Um, I was getting some uh, information from that. But this guy, if you listen to what he's saying, does everybody remember when Biden got in there and said, hey, you know, I'm going to mandate masks anywhere that I have jurisdiction on federal property. And it was like in transit, like they have interstate commerce, right? So, you know, they can mandate it in police cars or because they give money through the Traffic Highway Safety Act and all that. So everybody understood, oh, well, that's not for the states. That's just for the feds. But how come when they pass something like uh, – you know, some gun legislation thing or something like that, and and they say it's a federal law. And even in this video, this guy said um, – he kept saying, you know, if federal federal because it's still illegal to smoke weed. It's like, but, yeah, but you can't in Colorado, and you don't see the feds raiding people's houses. Yeah. Um, to so what I'm saying is is understanding the jurisdictions so a 501c3 is under the IRS that you know it's under their regulations statutes codes and and rules because they're acting as a federal uh, person that's what a, a 501c3 is so it's a federal corporation and that means that technically the god of that church so it has to do what it says but not 501c1 it's just private that's just between you and the lord or you and the creator
3: Well, that's so done, right so it. if it's a non 501c3 if the federal government passes some act i wouldn't care about it just like i wouldn't <laughs> care about it personally so yeah. 703 but that doesn't mean needed. they're What's not going gonna, on
0: that doesn't mean they're not going to burn your church down one day though they did that to david Correct. <laughs> Oh, low blow. Well, it's not a low blow. It's just a reality. So just understand what you're stepping into. That, that, that was why I put that in there. I mean, I stepped into it, but I mean, other people have, John, everybody else. It's just know what you're getting into before you get into it, because it is a little more dangerous right
3: now than it has been for a while. Well, hey, 703, are you there?
1: Hey, yeah, I am. This is Mindy. Mindy and Gary. How you guys doing?
3: We're doing good, how are y'all doing?
1: We're doing great thanks. Um, I listened to your video I watched your video uh the Bad hair day one the other day, and i was it was really interesting um, and I was just curious well one I was, I was having a kind of a hard time hearing I mean it's not easy to you know to record while you're in court um, but I was curious I couldn't quite understand what you were saying about the license and you have the state's license, I guess you call it. Um, and because of that, they are allowed to pull you back into court for up to six months. So I was a little confused about that and what that, and I heard you explaining it, but I couldn't really under couldn't catch all the words that you're saying. Um, and I was also curious what the outcome was.
3: Um, you know, uh, so it's called service of summons. And with service of summons, so whenever you sign up for a driver's license, somewhere in that application is going to be something referencing um, something back in a code book in the DMV. It's not even in the state statutory uh, codified um, statutes, Uh, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's called service of summons. And it basically means that if you have a driver's license, they can pull you in and throw you out of court for six months without proving jurisdiction. Huh, okay. And then after six months, they have to prove jurisdiction. Okay. So and, and he said that no such thing like that existed, which means that he was under the impression that they have to prove jurisdiction right now.
1: Oh, okay. Yep. I thought
3: I heard <laughs> you say that, right? And, and, then so, he then and then the he outcome of the, that, I guess... Uh, since you're asking so bluntly, they have sent me another letter. I have not opened it and I'm still deciding what I wish to do, but you know, I'm well within my right to just go up there and tell them they don't have jurisdiction until they prove jurisdiction on the record. You know, I'm not going back up there. And, um, right. you know, I, I'm just wondering if it's a jury trial, if they already have a jury trial set up. Uh, huh. Just because yeah. I've seen this play out so many times, I was thinking just for kicks and giggles going up there and giving the jury trial the final little speech and see what they did. Hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, you said at the end of the video that it's, it's getting harder and harder because now they don't really even know what you know, right? So, like, they're not even, they don't know how to do their, their actual jobs anymore. So, it seems like it's really going to be. Difficult well, for I mean, those that learn common law to use it because you know what you're well, doing. Well,
3: here, here's the thing is that the more <laughs> people don't. who learn it, the more people who yeah. learn it, and the more people who know it, the easier it's going to be to use. Okay? okay. Like, uh, I don't know if you've seen yeah. what was going on with Sierra, but I'll tell you right now if what happened to Sierra would have happened 100 years ago, all of the neighbors would have come out when the cops were there, would have shot them in the face. And uh, everybody would have been like, damn straight. You don't come over to my house without a warrant. You don't try and take my children, you know, because everybody would have instinctually known law. So, you know, the government would have never tried pulling that BS. So, you know, that's, it's kind of a double-edged sword. It's like, okay, yeah, you can look at it as, you know, I know a whole lot and they're still messing with me. You can also look at it as they're probably messing with me just because, I'm sitting here on the radio show and on YouTube and playing and showing to people how it actually works, you know? Yeah. So they're probably messing with me a lot harder than they would mess with the average individual. Um, cause yeah. I mean, I'll tell you right now when they pulled me back in for the time when I went that you're talking about that you watched the video to, they yeah. pulled me in because I played the first court audio on this show on December 16th. So, so they the next day they, they signed a summons for me to come back in. I don't think they would have signed a summons if I wouldn't have gone public with the if I wouldn't have laughed huh. about it on the show. Oh. So you know, you, you can you can take from that what you yeah. wish, but you know, I right. am very for real. The more people who know about this stuff, the more people who know about the law, the less likely the other side's gonna be away, be able to get away with breaking the law.
1: Right, right. Yep, makes sense. It seems like people are afraid. Like, even people that know about it, you know, common law to them, it's so fringe and impossible. And, and even people that it's I think are hearing tells Yeah, it's but law. like, yeah, like our pastor's like, just be careful. Like, you know, all about it. And he's like, just be really careful what you're getting into. And da, da, da. I mean, people are afraid. And it makes, I'm not, but.
8: They're afraid just, to say no to a afraid. bully. You know, that's that's what yeah. it is. They're afraid to say no to a bully because they feel like, you know, yeah, OK, I get it. But what 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 other yeah. options do people have now? What other option do we have? We just want to see it get worse and worse, you know, and it's just this period right. here where it's like feeling this squeeze and we got to get through this zone, you know. Right. To the point where right. more people like JC is saying where we get, you know, enough people to be like, OK, I freaking get this. I don't need your permission to to, to do anything. If I haven't done anything right. wrong, I don't need your permission to go, you know, I don't need to, I don't need to, you know, like, who are you? Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. 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 It's empowering <clears throat> until, you know, I get into court <laughs> and then I'm like, Hey, can one of you guys come in? What is it? Present me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah good, i've been right? there they're before good- i mean it's yeah
8: it's you know it's yeah. you know you get i get nervous sure
1: right
3: you right. want to learn how to swim jump into the deep end
1: that's true mm-hmm. i mean i yeah. feel like i'm gonna have to yeah. at some point because it's, i have a line in the sand right like if if things get to a point where they're asking me to do things that don't so feel comfortable with then i'm not going to right i'm not going to stay in my house and i'm going to be out on the roads i'm, I'm going to do the things that I want to do so yeah I probably will be there at some point where I have to exercise that you know the knowledge that I've learned and it's
4: probably the most empowering thing afterwards for me at least it was like the most revealing thing of what it is to just be alive I mean more than more than any material yeah. thing more than any feeling in the world it's like once you know how to swim you know how to swim you know
1: yeah yeah like just listening to them i I love listening to all the common law episodes and um all these episodes and then the the just conspiracy channel and and watching jc's videos like i was sitting out in the parking lot for 15 extra minutes just to finish listening to it i had the phone like right next to my ear because i couldn't hear what the judge was saying but i was just enthralled with the way you were speaking to the judge and the things that he was saying back to you I was like oh my god i wish i had this in a recording because it's just so it's so cool because he there was nobody there that could you couldn't plead because there was nobody there that could say you did harm right and
3: that was uh, no I mean even even if there was somebody there, there there's no facts upon the record of the court and they know that I know enough about law that I'm going to get them like what facts are they going to put on the record of the court that's going to give them standing why do you think the officer keeps not showing up yeah of course the officer could come in get on the stand verify that you know I didn't have a registration or proof of insurance sure but right. that doesn't give them right. any standing you know, like that gives them standing in their administrative, that gives them status in their administrative procedures. But, you know, I'm forcing them to move under due process of law, not due process of administrative procedure, and they can't do it.
1: Right, right. And what did you say? Do I have the right to due process of law? Or did you say it differently?
3: No, I said I have the right to due process of law, correct? Because I'm not asking him a question. You know, I'm making a okay. statement. I have, I have the right okay. to due process of law, correct? Ah. You know, I know I have the right to due process of law. Are you going to recognize my right to due process of law? And we're going to establish this as a fact upon the record before we move anywhere. You know, so there are facts upon the record, you know, and that's one of them, is that I've established that I have the right to due process of law.
1: He just said,
3: yeah, let's everybody else. Well, no, that's when that's when I was saying, how do I plea if uh, there are no facts upon the record in which tell me what I'm pleading to? And that's when he was like, right, you do it like everyone else, like all the right. other slaves. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> and what did you say
3: to that? Uh, that I mean, I, I didn't say anything because it's stupid. <laughs> You know, like, uh, I I was letting my my son listen to that um, later that day. And he was just tickled to death when the judge said that I harmed the state of South Carolina. He was just cracking up. I I didn't know what he was laughing about because he had his had uh, headsets in. And I was like. What are you laughing at? And he's like, This judge just said you harmed the state of South Carolina. You can't harm the state of South Carolina.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: yeah, I can't believe he said that. That's pretty funny. So, no, that was a good episode. But, though, so. What, what, thanks, what, thanks what was he
3: going to do? Like, I was really just pushing him into a corner. Yeah.
1: And then, did he just, you know? that was it? He ended it for the day and just said, I just didn't hear the final. The final remark. Well, the were
3: just, the, fi- we'll the final here. thing was he was telling me to wait for the clerk to give me a new court date, and I was like, no, you know, I'm, I'm not going to contract with you.
1: Ah, okay,
3: yeah You, you know, part. like that's ridiculous. Like I'm not going to contract with you in good faith when every time I've contracted with you in good faith, you have not acted in good faith.
1: Right, right.
3: You know, it's really just that simple. And then at
6: the end, what at the end, what you didn't hear is J.C. said, I have the right to due process of law. Do you understand? And then he threw his milkshake on the ground.
3: <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, you should listen to the first one, because when I'm leaving, I'm like, have a nice week. Happy Thanksgiving. And he's like, you too, sir. You too. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> you and That's your family. Hilarious.
1: <laughs> the, the other guy was way cooler. He
3: was way more fun.
1: That's funny. Yeah, this guy
3: was serious. He was serious, but. Oh, he was serious. Like, if if you get on Telegram and some of the groups, like, that's more, and I just didn't have time to render the green screen out, but I actually have the video of that. You can see the other guy, you know, so if you get on Telegram, you can find it in probably the, the wise words, like common law wise words group or somewhere. I'll yeah, put it up I'm on the uh, Telegram channel for yeah. Just Conspiracy. So if anybody goes okay, and good. subscribes to Just Conspiracy, they can watch that video.
1: Yeah, I'm in both, so I'll I'll go look for it then.
3: So well, I don't have it up yet. I'll I'll put it on. You know, maybe after the call, definitely tonight sometime.
1: Oh no, hurry, no hurry. I can watch tomorrow. But yeah, they're that they're helpful just to see it in action. So keep getting pulled <laughs> over. <laughs>
3: I mean, I I get pulled over. That's the first time I've been pulled over a long time. Hmm.
0: I was just going to ask what you guys are all doing to get pulled over so much.
3: Well, I think that he had a tag reader in his car. Because he, he came up from quite a distance back. There's no way. and And the way that he ran up on me, you could tell that he was coming right after me. You know, so I think he had a tag reader in his car that showed him, from, you know, probably fifteen hundred yards, a thousand yards back, that my, my uh, car wasn't registered. Uh,
0: it just came up. Hey, that's J C.
3: Right. Get him. Well, that's uh, I'm not on the do not detain list. I'm on the arrest immediately list.
7: Yeah, they call that targeted individual. <laughs> that's what yeah. it's
3: called. Uh, no, I mean the, the officer was really cool. So you know, I mean, I didn't get arrested. My my car got towed, but it was towed right back to my house. So whatever. At least it wasn't impounded.
1: Just for not having
3: insurance? Uh, Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't let it go on the road without having insurance.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Like We moved here from Virginia, and you can't even get a license here without insurance.
3: Yeah, I mean, well, here's the funny thing that I think about it, is that if you listen to the first time I went to court, You know, this guy, he's acting all mean. He's acting all tough. And then then I let him read a document. And immediately after he gets done reading that document, he's like, I'll tell you what, I'll drop the no insurance. And you can just pay a $25 fine on not having the registration if you just plead guilty today. What do you say? And I'm like, nope. (laughs) Yeah. But he was willing to drop the no insurance real quick.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They don't care about that as much as we think they do.
3: That's right. They don't care about you. <laughs> nope. Nope.
8: Hm. Yeah, that's called the inversion of care. Care inversion. You know, they invert everything. You know, we care. We care so much. But it's actually
7: the opposite. Yeah, they care about generating revenue.
8: Yeah, that's where their their focus of their generative principle is. Who else is on tonight? Who
5: else? Speaking, we I, it's weird. Call, I can't
8: I just, see it. I can't see who's in the in the chat anymore. It's weird.
0: The mystery call.
5: Yeah,
6: speaking right. of that topic jc let's say hypothetically here's a straw man for you they pull you over for not having a front license plate uh you know about 300 feet from your house and then they walk you through jail till your truck can take your gun and then sell your truck from the impound how do you uh tell that sheriff of that county he should buy you a new truck
3: well, I would actually go after the impound.
4: the man like who, who towed who, your.
3: <clears throat> yeah, whoever towed the vehicle and was trying to charge me by the day to get it back, I would charge them by the day for renting it from me. <laughs> you know, like I would get in touch with them, ask them to give it back. When they told me they wouldn't give it back, then I would start charging them for renting my vehicle.
4: Um, Because they're the ones who took the
8: actual action.
4: Through writing? Through what? Through letter writing, you would contact them?
3: Uh, um, Well, I mean, I would probably talk to them, you know, face-to-face, man-to-man. But, yeah, I would also communicate through written documentation as well. And JC,
4: the the other thing – so every time when you do letters – are, are you, like, you can just, are you trying to just send it, like, straight up through the mail, or are you always looking, like, like we were talking earlier with, like, registered mail or certified mail or, like, something like that you're going to use in court?
3: It depends on what I'm writing, who I'm writing to, and what the, you know, subject matter is. So, so I mean, I, I'll case. say that basically anytime I'm writing to a government official, I'm always going to send a registered mail, typically have somebody sign for it just so that I can prove that they got it. I see. And somebody signed for it. Right. You know, so there's no saying it got lost in the mail or this happened to it, that happened to it. It's like, nope. No, but it went from the post office into, you know, you know, Greg Lee's possession. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's that's the same thing as, like, building a chain of custody. Um, so, But, I mean, for instance, if I were writing, you know, if I were communicating with uh, somebody who had an impound lot, I probably wouldn't send it through the mail the first time, maybe not even the second time. I would definitely send it through the mail certified the last two times before I was going to go and file an action over it. I see.
4: Hey, I have a I have a question for you. So, let's say you get pulled over, right? And they take your property. Let's just say your property was like about 5 ounces of weed. And they took your property. Yeah. How would you go about How would you go about like
3: claiming your property back? You're not. I mean, you can go about <laughs> it, but they're never going to give you 5 ounces of weed back. Yeah. Well, what you got to get the, fair
4: market value. What
3: is it? Yeah, they're not going to give you fair market value. Yeah, fair
4: market, They're just yeah. going to rob
3: you. I mean, they're, they're worse than the gangs on the street. And, uh, yeah, no
4: kidding. Some gangs on the
3: street, too. So But, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's no way that they're going to uphold any, like, uh, fair market value. There's no way they're going to give it back to you. You know, it's just what's done is done. I mean, it's like when I was a kid and used to smoke pot, I knew for a fact that if I got caught with pot by the neighborhood cop, he'd make me dump it out, you know, like right there, just pour it out. When it's gone, it's gone. (laughs) The only pot you can trust is the pot sitting in your pocket.
4: Yeah, right.
6: Yeah, imagine if they did give it back I'd be like, "Oh, that's a setup. Who knows what's in there."
5: <laughs>
3: but, yeah, I, I don't know if I'd trust them like for real around here. They they uh send out these fake like, "Hey, you want a big screen TV? Come down to the TD Center and they have all these people who come down to the TD Center at the same time thinking that they want a big screen TV or a 1000 bucks or whatever. Um, and what they do is they just send this out to all of the people who have warrants or bench warrants, you know, and then they just wait and see who shows up. Yeah, they yeah.
7: deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: That's, That's not entrapment be- at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, they're, they're showing up of their own free will. You know, because they're not arresting them for coming to get the TV. They're arresting them for the warrant they have. They're just it's running the out faith. into them out in public.
1: I mean, they think they're getting a TV, and they're not at least getting a TV. If they gave them a TV, then it would be okay.
3: <laughs>
1: Fair about it.
3: Dude, I'm telling you. Look, go back and look at the uh, bad hair court day, traffic court day. They, they don't hold good faith in their contracts, man. That guy told me anything he could do to help me out. And I was like, yeah, all you got to do is drop it. That helped me out a bunch. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Well,
0: John, they tell the truth most of the time.
3: Right? I was telling somebody about that story the other day. You want to tell that story?
0: No, you go ahead.
3: So one of my buddies was going, you know, the court forced a court-appointed attorney on him, and so he set up a meeting with him, and he goes in there, and I told him to ask these two questions right off the bat. So the first question he asked, he was like, if I ask you a legal question, you know, a question about stuff that's legal, would you tell me the truth? And then he asked basically the same question about law. And on the first question, the, uh, the attorney was like, as soon as he asked him, he's like, so if I asked you a legal question, would you would you give me a truthful answer about the legalities of that question? And he goes, I generally tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next time he was like, of course. Well, is this one of those general times? And that's the general times. You just can't trust people who yep. lie to you. That's all. Um,
8: amazing, amazing. Or they preface it with "Let me be honest," or "I'll, I'll be honest."
0: Okay. You know, and here's some. Here's something else to think about. Like, there's a lot of people out there going after the oath of office, or wanting to use a passport and saying they can use a passport when they want, and then. Than not, you know, bear any liability on the other end. Think about something. You know, if you can bounce in and out of it, right? Like if you're acting as a U.S. citizen, and then when you want the benefit, and then as soon as there's a liability, you say, uh nah, 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 nah. And can't they do that too? You know, I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, of course. Like, oh, well, my oath of office, what are you talking about? I'm just Jimmy. You know, they they'll just say, Oh, well, I don't want the liability. I mean this is what mentality has gotta change. Everybody's gotta get back to you mean square if, square one, I guess. <laughs> Which is a funny you thing. You mean if we don't if we don't if we don't
8: cut to the root of the root of the problem, if we don't cut to the chase then, then yeah, we're wasting I mean, time then,
0: right? Well the thing of it is is what's the system we want? Okay, let's let's talk about this. Everybody, it's it's like is all the it's it's like the church and its subdivision and its denominations, different than I. It splinters, it turns. It's like this person has one thing and this and this and this. so everybody's got a little bit of this and a little bit of that and some of the truth and not the truth and some some of the lie. It's like, what do we really want? But well, we want our family to be safe. We want people to tell us the truth. We want to wake up without being afraid. Of everything that we do is gonna get us in trouble or get us shot or put in prison. You know, we we wish to make our decisions for our medical care. We wish to make decisions for the careers we want. And you know, you shouldn't have to beg, borrow, and steal to be able to do that or get permission from somebody. You know, I'm not against going to a school to learn how to do something. I like, you know, electricians knowing what they're doing. But to beg to, to practice being an electrician And I should just be, you know, we've got to get – the system we want is law, right? So I don't see how – the more we contribute to the other direction, I mean, you can't walk in two directions at once. It's just you get ripped in half, right? I mean, I think it's just we have to reimagine the way – like, look, man, there's a lot of Americana. I love apple pie, Fourth of July, even though we didn't technically win the War of Independence. But the point is, you know, there's a lot of Americana I love, man. I mean, I love pickup trucks. I love hay. I love the way it smells. I love the mountains. I like it. I don't like Europe. I don't want to live in Europe, even those beautiful places in Europe. You know, but you can you know so the the answer may not be a government in the way we're we're under now you know it can just be a system that's under the creator like where we just all kind of work together and help each other i'm not talking about socialism necessarily just saying your time is valuable men and women pave roads and build homes and do all that governments don't it's like there's been this middleman put there to confuse us all. So what I'm saying is is I don't see how a house divided can stand. Like we've got obviously even though we had a fun ride for a bit, this experiment ultimately didn't work. Now it was a great experiment and gave us a lot of information for the next experiment. I just think you take and capitalize on the good parts and you try to wane out the bad which is easier said than done because that's what everybody claims they do anyway but you can't well, have I mean, children being raped out of houses and people shot on the side of the road and warrants not being used and judges letting freaking pedophiles go and district attorneys going before state and just sitting and watching that happen and not caring like what do you think that leads to where do you think it goes from there i'll tell you where it goes hey we're taking your damn guns and your kids i mean in britain you know they're telling the people you can't even get groceries you don't get this shot honestly how long do you think it will be before that's here and then i challenge anybody to go back and listen to the show in march if we didn't call it of course you're going to have to have the vaccine to do anything they're bringing it in under medical tyranny, and if people don't, if people don't remove their consent from that tyranny, good God help us all.
3: Well, hey, on that, Tara has had her hand up for a minute, and I'm gonna unmute Tara. Tara, how's it going?
9: Hey guys, it's going well. I thank you for that, Sean. I agree. Um, I wrote it all down. look Tara? So <laughs> of dang. course you did.
0: <laughs> what? I did. Did
9: you write it all down? It back? Of course <laughs>
0: you did. Yes. Yeah, oh, She's awesome. Yeah.
9: So what's the system we want? Like churches and subdivisions, some truth and some not. What do we really want? Families to be safe. People to tell us the truth. You need people to wake up. Yeah, I wrote it all down <laughs> for real. So okay. Um
3: <laughs> we, we weren't questioning <laughs> entire <dangerous. laughs> um
9: so. Mm-hmm uh well you're recording it anyway so i guess i don't really have to but i don't want to have to listen to it again so um
3: (laughs) she's like y'all's voices annoy me so i'd much rather look at my
9: notes (laughs) that's right i never read again anyway but but i have them
8: more time Um, she's efficient all right
9: No, i'm just a speed typer but um so this thing happened to me in the past week and I really felt violated about it and I was really pissed off for a day. And I don't know, I'm still kind of pissed off about it. I don't, it's not a big deal at all really, but I think because in the past year I've learned more about the way things are working, this episode that happened that maybe wouldn't have bothered me so much in the past really bothered me. And so we moved my in-laws onto our prop. Um, in the beginning, it's we started the process like last February and I didn't start hearing about you guys until April. So this process had already begun, but it was to move them here onto our property, which we have five acres and, a, and we're not on a land that's allowed to be subdividable by the county's rules or whatever. Um, we wanted to add a, a, like a trailer, like a manufactured home, whatever, um, mobile home to the back of our property so that my in-laws could live out their days here with us. So you have to get a building permit. You have to do all this stuff. It was this big, long process. They even had a hearing where the where the county can tell you, people from the community, they put up signs that were like, call oh, such and such and hit pound 66 to hear about this building process or something that's going on. And neighbors can call and like give input or something on if they want it or not. This is all stuff I didn't realize happened with things, but it's just for our little um, putting our in-laws on here. So we had to have a hearing where the, where the county has their of supervisors and they can neighbors or whoever can come and speak against your project or not. We passed all that stuff. Fine. Like only one person spoke against us and they weren't present and it was fine. Whatever. They let us do the thing that all That all really made me mad during the whole process, but we had already started it that, and now they've been living here since December and on last week at the end of the week, a car pulls up my driveway and we're like at the very, very, very back of our neighborhood. Nobody ever has a reason to like come on my come on my driveway. Um, they they came up my driveway and it was a county car, and I was out working outside, and so I saw it, and I was like, oh no. They came up and this lady gets out and she has like a tag with a an ID card and stuff, and she's like, Hi, are you Mrs. So and so? You miss Tara. All right, so I said I might be. Um can help you. And she said, Oh, you're not in trouble. <laughs> and she had this <laughs> real air of like she had this real air of smugness about her. As soon as she said that, even it was like just this she had like a real air of like yeah. arrogance and authority. It turns out she was an assessor and she's coming to take that we've added to the property and all this stuff. But here's the way it works in, in this county, I'm in mean, at least. Um this trailer we got they didn't even give us permission to actually add a trailer they gave us a hardship permit which means because they're not in great health and they're moving here to like live out their days they're allowing us to have them on our property in this separate dwelling for three years at a time as soon as they pass it like we have to renew this permit by their rules we have to renew this permit every three years to like Yep, they're still alive. Yep, they're still alive. And as soon as they are passed, we are supposed to remove everything. The install of the thing costs like $35,000, like hooking into septa, hooking into well, all that stuff. It's ridiculous. So they came and this lady was like, oh, well, you've added, you know, this 1,100 square feet to your property and whatever because they got a giant trailer because they're old and they didn't want to like downsize. But anyway, so this she's like adding it to our property for tax purposes and everything. And long story short, I was very displeased that they've even told me, I I'm not going to get any benefit from this. If I follow their rules, I don't get to keep it here. It's not actually adding any value. It costs us a whole ton of money and they are requiring me to also pay to remove it at the end. So how is it even adding any value was like part of my argument, but the whole thing is it just, I asked her to leave. I told her she couldn't take pictures. She wanted to take pictures and everything. And I said, I, I, I'd actually wish for you to not do that and to just go do your, whatever assessment you think you're doing. That's fine. But you know, no, I'm not, I'm not like going to answer all these questions about, she was, be, you know, doing all the like, well, is it three, three bedrooms and this, and whatever. And so anyway, she left, not, not real nicely. She was like, they, they, you know, they do it to me too. I understand, you know, you don't like us, you know, coming and doing this or whatever, but we don't have to notify that we're, we're coming on your property and all. And it just made me mad because on the one, because I'm still in the system and I know I am. And so I felt like, I know that they, they think they own this property and they, they maybe kind of do, but I just, I don't even have an exact question except what to do about, what to do about that kind of thing. Is the letter the only thing? And just, I don't know. I don't know. It just, it really, I felt like they were coming to rub in my face that they own my property is kind of the way I felt, I think. And I don't know that I handled it well. I don't, I don't know. That was a five minute story. And I don't know if I have an exact question, but I guess my question is, what do you do about things like that? Um, if you're in, I guess you're just in, and they they, well, they have the me, right to come let on.
3: Me and- you, let me ask you a question. Um, I mean, did you all have it moved in there yourselves? Did you all do it yourselves? Did you have a private contract, and does the private contract require them to go to the county to get all the permits you're talking about?
9: So it was through, I don't, I don't know exactly. We did pay for it all ourselves and it was all paid directly. There was no kind of like, you know, loans for it or anything. And we did it directly with the company. Yeah, that's that's, that's not what I'm talking about.
3: The main main thing is, is does the country, like, I mean, the company, (laughs) country, Floridian slip there, but does the company, like when they're, doing business with the state because the state charters the company. That's the mm-hmm. way the company exists, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're they doing it and, experiment. and the state is allowing them to do that. So the state clearly has jurisdiction over the company is the company, mm-hmm. the one that pulled y'all into all of those processes, or was the state just trying to pull you in?
9: Both the company would not deliver any of this stuff without a building permit they they did all the building permit but before they did that but even being able to get a building permit requires a hardship permit to if i'm not going to subdivide my land and it's not subdividable and so there was like a million layers i feel like and i don't know the exact answer to all of that but they they would not do the delivery without a building permit to my knowledge like they were very like
3: then I would say that once yeah. it's delivered, and she knew about it because the yeah, I, I would say that once it's delivered and it's hooked up, I would say at that point, you could definitely tell them that you don't have any other obligation to them. To the county? Yeah, to the county. Because the only way that you okay. had an obligation to them before was because the company that you were contracting with required it. The company that you were contracting with said, hey, you have to go down to the state. You have to give this. Otherwise, we won't do the job, right? Mhm,
9: mhm.
3: So that's the only reason you did it, right? Yeah. The, you have the unlimited power to contract. So that's the reason you contracted with them, now I don't wish to contract you anymore. Now I don't wish for your services. You're going to have them back. Call it even. Otherwise, you're going to have to pull me into a court of law. And in the Virginia Constitution, if you want to just get real simple about it, it's Article 1 in the Bill of Rights, Section Section 11. You know, but it's the due process of law clause and it's obligation of contracts, you know. So the state the assembly shall not pass any law impairing the obligation of contracts. Okay, you know, which so Sean she's and coming. I were talking about this funny this earlier because you know they're trying to impair the obligation of private contracts and private party cells, like with the new gun bill. Yeah. But if you read the Constitution, that's clearly outlawed in the Constitution.
9: Mm.
3: Because the government can't pass any laws that impair private contracts.
9: Okay. So Uh, she's coming here to try to assess the state's property, I feel like. Right? Like she's being like, hey, you put this on your land and it adds value and that's really our in our interest to know all about it or whatever and you did a building permit so we know it's there and so now we wish to assess it and add it to your tax liability and all that and but so you're saying I have some way say I don't wish for you to include that because the only reason
3: Well, I I mean, what I would do is I'd make it virtually impossible for them to include it. Um, You know, I mean, if you have five acres and you're pretty much at the back of your lot, the first thing I would do is put a gate up so nobody's just going to be driving up the driveway. (laughs) You know, that that would be the first thing that I personally would do. And then I'd tell them and let them know down at the county offices, if anybody wishes to come on my property, I'll meet them at the gate. As long as they have a signed warrant by a judicial officer, by the proper judicial officer, upon oath or affirmation of probable cause, and they have a bond attached to it. Okay. Because that's that's the whole due process of law. That way, if they do something like what they did to Sierra, you go execute right. the bond. Okay. Yeah, so that, we I actually mean, that's were what I would to today,
9: for the for (laughs) our gate i actually mentioned that to her even kind of like you're making me wish i had a gate right now and she was like that doesn't do anything (laughs) and i was like oh i can guarantee
3: you that you go and file the proper paperwork saying that you're not (laughs) going to let anybody from the government onto your property without a a warrant and that Mm -hmm. warrant has to have a bond attached to it i can guarantee you that's going to stop them from coming up there I've never yeah, heard. Actually, that
4: was, yeah, that was going to be my question about the bond. If they actually, if someone did breach that, how would you hold somebody responsible for the bond?
3: Like oh, that I mean, by that, point, the, by that point, they're insured. So as long as you can prove that the people who came onto your property were from the government, it's an insurance company. And at, at, at that point, it's all administration. It's all paperwork.
4: I see. So you just you gave them the it. notice.
3: You gave them the contract. You know, mm-hmm. they have the power and the authority to contract with you from the government. That's what they decided to do. I see. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like the first time that I ever really used that, my buddy called me at like 630 in the evening. It was talking about the DEA watching his house, and they walked up to him while we were on the phone. They were going to go get a warrant, and he called down there and spoke to the magistrate. They didn't get that warrant that night, and he went and put in paperwork probably three days after that, and they just freaking took all their surveillance vans and left. I mean, they just packed up and went home.
9: Isn't that what happened to Sierra, though? Didn't she do something like that? And then they came anyway with a bogus warrant?
3: Well, so, yeah, they came with the bogus warrant for sure, but but she didn't exactly do the proper thing. She filed into a case that was already open, and she was just telling them that. My guess is is that the judge, seeing that, you know, went ahead and told the cops to go search her house, and probably said that they'll make up probable cause later. Um, I mean, this is my guess on how it actually went down. And, uh, you know, the cops went and did that. And then they came back with nothing. But the judge is already on the hook for telling them to go do it and that they would make up probable cause later. You know what I mean? So that that's how I actually think it went down. And the judge was telling them to do that before Sierra could personally serve him that document. Because once Sierra served him the document, it would have gone into effect. And that's why, you know, they issued the warrant. They said they signed the warrant like an hour and a half after she filed it. It's because okay. they were going to execute it before she had the time to go and drop it in the mailbox and it get into his post box, you know, at the courthouse. Yeah. Okay. All right.
9: I didn't know if it was like a retaliation for trying to file um, something like that. Like No, I mean oh, the yeah, retaliation to- in
3: a large part is coming at her, not necessarily because of anything she did wrong, but just because they didn't catch her with anything. And so they got caught with their pants down in a lot of ways. Like they really caught her with nothing, you know, green leafy residue and two glass jars. Um, so now they're retaliating against her by just not allowing her to do anything, you know, and taking her children and basically using them as extortion to try and hammer her, her into consent so that they can't be liable for what they, right. what they actually did
9: hmm Okay.
3: You know, that that's basically what's going on. Okay. Thanks, guys. So, no problem. Uh, Sarah has had her hand up for a while. Hey, Sarah. Thank you for the questions, Sarah. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, were you done? Just Sarah's yeah. had her hand up for a while. Yeah, no,
9: absolutely. I-
3: I don't even know if Sarah's unmuted. I can't hear Maybe she forgot she had her hand up. <laughs> I guess. One of the I things I
5: quick, mid-
9: Oh, sorry. I was just, this is not important. Then you can ask questions. One of the things I missed with the way talk she's working right now on the computer is I can no longer see who's talking. <laughs> Like whoever yeah, that was, that yeah. just started to talk. Is that man of civics? Is that, you know, I don't like the voice. I'm like, who is Not that? Mar- anyway, go on.
6: Not Mark, okay, go on. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, uh, in regards to um, what you are just talking about, now, at, at where things are now, we we heard that she had tried to motion to court and file those Supreme Court findings as far as the parental rights and whatnot, um, and he hung up on her. Uh, being as that's where she stands now, would that even be a pursuit? Because that would be filing. Uh, I mean, that'd be playing basically under the administrative rules, wouldn't it?
3: Well, I mean, she was never filing what the Supreme Court had ruled. She was just stating that the Supreme Court's ruled numerous times. Um, right. You know, she's she's not an attorney. She's not filing the um, case law or anything like that. Uh, and she's just stating it to get it on the record because obviously it's on the record of the Supreme Court. And so if she starts stating it, then it becomes upon the record. But I mean, it's even worse than that because they won't and and you can even go and so you know one of the last things that she was doing was moving a motion. Um, and some people say, well, that's administrative. Uh, when when you're performing a motion basically to prove to the court that they don't have any jurisdiction and you require that your rights be upheld, because they don't have any jurisdiction, that's uh that's a that's a due course of law issue. That's not necessarily right. administration. The only way you're gonna change that into administration is if you start acting like an attorney and putting in codes and rules on, on why and how you're moving that
6: way. Right. That's about the only time motioning is is uh still fair play, huh?
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah. You can always like, and it has to be your first motion, um, for it to be the cleanest, but you can always, uh, motion to throw the case out upon jurisdiction without giving the court any jurisdiction, you know, over you.
6: Right. Right. Okay.
3: And so jurisdiction can be challenged at any time you know and it's just what are the issues that you're bringing up to challenge the jurisdiction you know like if you start bringing up statutory issues to challenge their jurisdiction and it's the statute that gives them jurisdiction over the cause of action in the first place like you know they're following the cps statutes and guidelines on you know what the state has told them to administratively do with your children, now they have to sit up there and say, well, he's using a statute against a statute. So since they're both statutory law, it's my job to decide which law applies and interpret which law applies to this case or this cause or this scenario. Um, But if you're moving completely under law, it's like you're moving for the case to be thrown out under the law that nobody has any standing to try and take your child away from you. And they're moving under the statutory system, which is clearly inferior to law, you know? So, so it's, it's no question on which law outweighs the other one.
6: right. Because otherwise you'd be illegally
3: uh, practicing at-law, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Like, if, if you were doing the statutory system, yeah, you would be illegally practicing at-law. You wouldn't be moving in-law.
8: Right. Well, maybe maybe you could... Maybe, you know, some people get the, uh, you know, the temporary bar card, uh, otherwise known as pro se, right? Then they would be legally... <laughs> allowed to, to to use it and then of course they would get walked over and they because there would be some kind of
3: well because know, they, would be ju- they would be letting the judge decide which statutory law is the higher authority right. in that case it'd
8: be know? silly it'd be silly but i've seen people you know in the in the early days people are like oh i'm going to do it pro se uh, i'm going to represent myself and and i'm going to get the jurisdictionary and and uh, <laughs> watch you know the series
2: yeah, well, that's what
6: they constantly try to throw you under, as pro se, if you uh, show that you're standing, or try to show you're standing.
3: Look, yeah. I don't care about what they say about me. It's just about what I say about myself. You know, they can't verify anything about me. They can't verify one fact about me that I don't claim.
5: Yeah.
6: Unless you throw your
8: milkshake on the floor, well, they gotta—they gotta trick you into doing something that you don't realize you're doing doing right, just to get you to consent or accept something. They gotta get you to do it.
3: Of course, they do. That's free will, right?
6: Yeah. That's why you always say due
3: course of law. Do you understand? That's right. Due course of law. I mean, I, I'm just saying I have, I have yet to ever read in a constitution where it says, oh, and you have the right to due process of administration. <laughs>
5: yeah. Well,
8: the big hurdle for a lot of people is is showing them that separation between the two worlds I mean most people don't even know you know they're like well if you live here then you got to follow the laws and that's what they think law is they think that the administrative side is is what their law is and for a lot of people that is what their law is because that's all they know you know and they believe in that system so much even when you tell them what's going on they're just like no no that's not the way it is okay okay I sounds like you, you don't believe, you don't sounds believe like you in, in a, you. <laughs> oh, t- <Yeah. laughs> dude, all the time, people are just like, you can't do that. You know, well, yeah, you can't do that. That's not the way it works here. You, you're trying to change the whole system. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get in there. You can't get in there and change the whole law system. It's like, dude, you, you're not following me. I'm like we don't have mm-hmm. slavery, right? yeah right feel like, i'm like okay so, so if you're doing something that that you don't agree with and you don't consent and 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 they're still making you do it right is is that slavery like what's going on there like either you either you get to consent or not
3: okay like- so, so so check this out in south carolina's constitution they really spell this out This is how far they go at spelling it out. In South Carolina's Bill of Rights, it has under Section 22, procedure before administrative agencies judicial review. Okay. Um, No person shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property, unless by a mode of procedure prescribed by the General Assembly. And he shall have, in all such instances, the right to judicial review, which basically means they can drag you through the administrative process if you get caught up in it. But whatever they decide in the administrative process, you have the right to go, okay, that was fun playing the administrative process, but let's go to a judicial officer and actually find out what the law says.
8: Dun, dun, dun,
6: dun. Oh, that reminds me, uh, I did this like over a week ago, but I I went on the uh, state uh, website, court site for uh, Sierra State, because I didn't know what county she was in at the time. And I got the uh, online uh, complaints for the attorneys and for the judge. I was going to post Oh, it awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, ha- I think I downloaded them, but I'll see if I can get the link and put that up.
3: Yeah, yeah. See if you can get the link and put it up in the chat here and on the uh, Common Law Shamanism page. I mean, yeah, the Common Law Shamanism page and the uh, Just Conspiracy on Telegram.
6: Okay, yeah, I can do that.
3: So, Because I've tried calling them again and and they just haven't answered for me. I think they just have my number on lockdown man.
6: <laughs> yeah.
3: So anyways, it's it's about eleven o'clock and uh I haven't been feeling the best the past day or so. So I'm gonna go ahead and call it an evening. We will be back out here March 10th. That's one week from today. So Wednesday March 10th. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thanks everybody for coming out. Hey JD, are you gonna have some outro music for us, brother? Here
6: we
7: go. Hey JC. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, it's called Star Six Seven, and then they they can't see who's calling. Mm-hmm. That's old school.
3: Uh, hey everybody. We got we got a special guest on this evening. Hello. Hey,
6: Malcolm. How uh,
1: are you I'm doing good. I'm doing
0: good. <laughs> <laughs>
3: everybody come back next week come back next week all right well
7: awesome.
9: thanks good
7: night man good night. Good night. Yeah, for everybody on telegram don't forget the sunday show more than jibber jabber I have, lose,
9: uh, have a good
7: night, everybody. Have a good night, everybody.